Hi, this is Kathy. And this is Charity, and you're listening to Macchiato Moms. So, today we want to talk about something that I feel like all moms, well, women, everyone, all humans yes. <laughs> struggle with authenticity. Struggle with and need. Yes. <laughs> Um, we're, we've been learning, you know, that authenticity really helps with finding joy in each day. Um, and so we want to just talk about how you can be authentic and why it's good to be authentic and, um, yeah. And what isn't being authentic really. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with talking about how do you live authentically? Um, Charity. Do you have any? Uh, well, we could just go to the we could go to the first. Yeah. A couple of them. Yeah. There's about those out there. Yeah. Uh, so James five sixteen and this today is an IV. I was gonna say it's not on here, but it's definitely right there. <laughs> the NIV version is um, so James five sixteen. Therefore, confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Um, and then, I guess we'll do that one first. Another, the other two will pop up as we yeah. go through. Um, one I had was John eight thirty two, and I feel like a lot of people have probably heard this one. It's, the truth will set you free, is mm. kind of how that starts. That's kind of like my summarization of it. Um, and, I mean, it says it directly in there, but there's a, there's more to it. Uh, but I really feel like, that is just saying, you know, being authentic gives you a freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to do. But it's really important to, that you do that if you want to, you know, build relationships with people and whatnot. Um, and it's kind of easy to see people not being authentic, at, you know. So let's see here. Let's work then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you for tr- Sorry. <laughs> then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Um, and the, the verse before this is Jesus talking, and he says, If you hold to my teaching... So that kind of makes me think of one of my points that I was thinking about earlier, is that if you follow Christ wholeheartedly, and you love him, and you die to yourself... And you choose to, you know, take up your cross, or so it says in Luke, um, what was it? It was Luke chapter 9, 9 23. through 20, 23. He talks about if you um, keep your eyes on him and die to yourself, then you will not be really ashamed of Jesus. And that, that to me means, like, if you focus on Jesus and you live authentically, then you're not really going to... Um, worry about what other people think because you're thinking more of like what does God think of me versus mm-hmm. what does everybody else think of me yeah and that just in in 923 whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me so just in that first part like you said denying yourself uh it's really calling us to be a storyteller just confessing just the origins of ourselves mm-hmm. and uh it our testimony is really in that like you said it brings us back to God um we have to remember that sin is obviously death and that denying ourselves denying our sin denying 
just our fleshly desires. But in death, for Christians, and I think that that's the great thing about authenticity, is that Christians can do it so well. Like, we are called to do it. Yeah. And we have the ability to do it. But in that, in the death and the death of sin, just like the death of Christ, there's redemption and uh, renewal. Right. We're redeemed through that. Right. So, um, that is pretty, that's kind of like how you can live authentically if you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian and you want to, you know, still live authentically, you can totally do that. But for us, like Jesus really helps you to do that because you really don't care what the world thinks because you know that God and Jesus is more important than the world. But you can also do it, you know, just without God, but being vulnerable, just be vulnerable with people that you trust. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, this is something that's really hard at times. Um, I don't open up like, it's kind of like I'm one way or the other and it's never, (laughs) I'm either too open with the wrong people or, and then I get hurt and then I end up not being open with the people that I could have been close to. And so you end up missing out on these relationships that, you know, you could have had. Um, So you just want to make sure that you're being vulnerable with those you can trust and not being vulnerable with those who don't really um, want to hear it. But, I mean, I feel like for the most part, if you're open with and vulnerable with people who you can trust and who are good people, then they're going to in turn be vulnerable and open with you. Hmm. Um, yeah, and that's, I think that's hard, though, like, one of the hardest parts about it is, like, you... Taking that first step. Taking that first step, yeah, and it, like, you have to expect it. I, I wrote in my notes when we were talking about this, that you have to accept that the experience of being vulnerable is supposed to be awkward mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just, it's going to help you in your journey to authenticity, yeah. authenticity though, and it's going to help those around you in theirs also. Um, even if they aren't open with you right away, they are going to see you do it and it's going to help them take that next step. And that's one thing that while you're doing it, you have to remember that, um, every Christian believer is on a journey at some point, just somewhere in their faith. They're not on this like never ending journey, Mm -hmm. (laughs) growing it stronger and stronger. So they aren't going to be where you are exactly, um, but taking that step is going to help them also. Yeah, it actually is like almost an encouragement. Even if they're farther along in their faith than you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's going to be an encouragement no matter what for that person to then live authentically. It is, and it should be an encouragement. And that's why the church needs it. Just any everyone needs it so badly is because for Christians, it, the authenticity and the vulnerability will, is going to look different and it's going to sound different through each person. Mm-hmm. Each person. Persian. <laughs> Persian. Each Persian cat. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the end result every time is unmistakably supposed to glorify God. Right. Because you're supposed to be bringing it back. And yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, right there is the biggest reason yeah. to just do it. Yeah. You're glorifying God in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he will use your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which is kind of what one of the reasons why we are doing this podcast is because we feel like we're called to be authentic and share our stories so that other people can be encouraged 
and just know that what God's love can do for them. Um, and people won't know that if you keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you'll miss out on a lot of opportunities to bless others. Um, another way that I feel like you can be authentic is just by speaking truth with others. So you can be authentic in like your own self and you know being vulnerable with people, but you can also be authentic in not telling like white lies or you know putting on this facade for people um, and making them think that you know like if you have a problem with somebody you need to go to them and talk to them about it and be real with them about it don't one talk about other talk about it with other people and don't two you know go um, and just hold it in and, and then not talk to that person anymore because then you could really be hurting a relationship that you didn't, you didn't need to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so I saw this definition of what truth is because sometimes it's easy to say, you just need to tell the truth. And then you kind of just, that's like a term that everybody uses and you don't really think about what is truth. And it said sincerity and action, character and utterance. And I thought that was really cool Mm. because, um, being sincere and like it's literally saying it's sincerity in everything you do, being sincere in your actions, being sincere in the words that you say, and being sincere in your character, just being truthful in who you are. Oh, um, yeah, and that goes right back to authenticity. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, so authenticity and truth kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. 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 Well, and, that, and that's really like if you're looking at it from a Christian standpoint, too, and you're like you're saying speaking truth and I put that in here also receiving God's word word and giving it freely like that it's you should be asking questions and you should be encouraging someone in God's word when they're being authentic with you and you should also look uh as a Christian I mean Jesus is the standard for everything yes so Jesus is the standard for authenticity Mm -hmm. so what did he do yes when people did that yeah well and he's the way the truth the truth and the light. <laughs> the um, authenticity. Yes. He is the authenticity. <laughs> so, I mean, Jesus was always honest, always truthful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if anybody could live on t- authentically. Authentically? I don't. Authentically. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> that it is Jesus. Because, well, he was perfect. Mm-hmm. And so what did he have to hide? Um, and so in case you guys didn't know, there's, Jesus was without sin. He was perfect. He did not do anything wrong. I have two scriptures here that, um, say it, but, um, first Peter two twenty two, he committed no sin. Neither was deceit found in his mouth. So he was always truthful. First John three, five, you know that he appeared to take away sins and in him, there is no sin. So, not only was Jesus perfect, but he also knew all of our sins and took them away from us. Like, you know, when you accept him, he takes your sin away. So it's like that right there just shows that you have every reason to be authentic because you don't have to be ashamed. If you know Christ and he takes your sin away, you don't mm-hmm. have anything to be ashamed of anymore. But um, really, he is the only one that could ever be perfect. So why why be ashamed of your sin, you know? Mm-hmm. Why be like, I'm not perfect, I am so ashamed. Well, nobody is perfect, except for God, okay? So, um, really, there's no reason to be ashamed of our faults. Yeah. Because everyone has them. 
Yeah, I have, I have a quote, and I cannot remember for the life of me who it's from, and I didn't write it down here, but it kind of speaks into that, just the mm-hmm. truth and just admitting mm-hmm. your failure, and that's what it says. So authenticity is transparency and admission of failure. It's the pretense and hypocrisy. It's the truth-telling about all areas of life. Yeah. Yep. And we're definitely not saying, like, go around and just tell everybody (laughs) about your messy life. I mean, that kind of gets awkward and weird at times. You know, you got to do it in appropriate time. Yeah, do it, and then don't just, like, say it. Bring it back to God. Yes. (laughs) Bring it back to, like, how he's working on you. Well, and also to, like, relate to other people. So Mm -hmm. when somebody's coming to you and they are letting you, they're being vulnerable with you. Don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't I've know. I've never experienced that. Yeah. My kids are perfect and yeah. I wake up at five yeah. just completely awake every morning. Yeah. And we, first of all, also I have we all know that ain't true. <laughs> okay. We all know that ain't true. No, nobody has just a perfect life. And, uh, but if you do email us, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> we want to know how, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just be that's how you are going to form relationships with people. Mm-hmm. You got to be authentic with each other. Well, and, that, and one of the scriptures I have written down is Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. And it says, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupt by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitudes of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And just when... When you're being authentic, mm-hmm. um, it's important to do it both privately and publicly. Um, yeah. Just showing everyone. And that's what we were saying when, like, saying bringing it back to God. Um, you're showing them the old self, the old self that you're putting off. And when you're putting on the new one, that's when you're bringing it back to God. That's what it's talking mm-hmm. about. That's when you're um, just saying, like, how he's working on you in that area and what he is showing you or what he's delivered you from, um, you're going to feel terrible about it, like, passing your yeah, lips. Yeah, yeah. And so I would just, I'd be like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. And that's Satan trying <laughs> that to keep you because he wants you down. Yeah, down. And that, he wants yeah. you down. Yeah. Um, I think it's almost more important to do that. I mean, you should definitely do that with God mm-hmm. before you go and you're mm-hmm. sharing it with other people. Yeah, because if you're doing it without God, then you're just spouting some crazy stuff. <laughs> well, and then it just, it's coming from our standpoint where we have the Holy Spirit and we know that he helps us. It's like, it's kind of like pointless. It's mm-hmm. like you're just going to be keep going in circles. Yeah. And, you know, don't just sit and just, gr- you don't want to sit and just complain. You don't want to just sit and whine about it. Exactly. When you give it to God then he blesses you or he gives you something that or he you know he heals you of something mm-hmm. or he blesses you or he helps you to deal with this issue in yeah. your life then go and share that with people yeah and you have no idea how many people are waiting for someone to say something that they can be like oh my gosh me too yeah and i don't i don't have a story where i was ever like i struggle with this and someone said no one has ever told me to my face you said that, and I was like, oh my gosh, me too. But I have definitely had that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was so ashamed to say out loud that my husband was an atheist. Mm-hmm. And the first time that I heard somebody say it, who was like an active member in the church, 
and just seem to do all the right things and have the perfect life. When she said that, I was it was it was like a weight had literally been lifted off mm-hmm. of me. And as soon as she got done talking, I was able to say, "Me, me too." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, and you know, if there is something you're struggling with and you give it to God, but you're still struggling with it, then going and talking to people, you know, fellow Christians about Mm -hmm. it, that's when you're going to get the prayer that you need. Yeah. Um, and and what's that scripture? It goes back to John 5, 16. Yeah. The prayer of the righteous person has great power and it is working. James 5, 16. What did I say? John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. So, you know. When you go to your fellow Christians, you know, people in the church who you are beginning to form a relationship with and you are authentic with them, having them pray with you is like so powerful. And just knowing that there's people on your side supporting you. And um, that's the scary part because you think you're going to go to, if you go to someone and this kind of gets into what is not authenticity but when you think you're going to go to someone you're you're going to get judged Mm -hmm. especially in the church you know there's this stigma that people are judgmental because for a while a lot of churches they try to portray being perfect Mm -hmm. like we are without sin because we don't believe in sin well that's baloney Mm -hmm. because we're all human all humans sin um, and pretending that you don't in itself is a sin because that's lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know that's not true. So, um, just make sure, first of all, you're in a church where you feel comfortable. You feel like you can be open with people, get in some groups where you can, you know, be open with people. You've got to find those opportunities. You can't just like go up to some random person in church and be like, can I tell you all my troubles? Mm. No, you got to get in like a group where you can meet people, talk and find the opportunities to have people pray with you over your struggles. Um, and don't worry about judgment and don't judge others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, we always want to, you want to go and you want to judge others because, first of all, we're jealous most of the time. But um, you don't want to judge others because you don't want to be judged, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, being authentic kind of, first of all, makes it, you have to stop thinking about being judged and just do it. <laughs> but also, in order to allow others to be authentic, you also have to not judge them. Um so I was listening to another podcast that we talked about actually in our last episode, the mom struggling well one. And she was talking about one of the people being interviewed was talking about how instead of judging people like women that, you know, do things better than her or do things that she can't do. She thinks of, she either tries to encourage them, even if she doesn't know them, she'll like comment on their mm-hmm. Instagram and put something encouraging like, Oh my gosh, I love your book mm-hmm. or something like that. And, and and that takes away your judgment, your feeling of jealousy. Because yeah. that's really, I feel like, where a lot of judgments come from. I mean, sometimes you can righteously judge, you know, people, but it's not like you're condemning them. It's like saying that is wrong. Yeah. That's different. But if you are looking at someone and going, oh, my gosh, look at her. Her house is so perfectly, um, you know, done. That's like from a HGTV um, episode. Mm-hmm whatever she probably spends so much money on her house or something that's coming from a spot of judgment because Mm -hmm. maybe your house isn't as nice as that or you wish your house was as nice as that but instead think 
wow, you are so good at home decor. I would love some tips or something. That's being humble. Humble. And that is also encouraging that person. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, you can't, you don't want to miss out on the opportunities to encourage people that we need more of that in this world. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you have no idea. Like you being the only person maybe to, instead of just opening their mouth and spouting that judgment, you might be like the only comment or however you reach out person mm-hmm. to actually speak some words of encouragement. Um, yeah, because there's so much darkness in this world already. Yes. You don't need more. <laughs> and that just goes, that what you were talking about, you there is a difference between judging and the like righteous. It's judging with jealousy and then it's if you're using biblical references and those kinds of things it's admonishing Mm -hmm. and so that isn't judging you're just Mm -hmm. you're supposed to lead one another and as a every christian makes up the body Mm -hmm. of christ Mm -hmm. to actually speak some words of encouragement Um, yeah because there's so much darkness in this world already you don't need more (laughs) and that just goes that what you were talking about you there is a difference between judging and the like righteous it's judging with jealousy and then it's if you're using biblical references and those kinds of things it's admonishing Mm -hmm. and so that isn't judging you're just Mm -hmm. you're supposed to lead one another and as a every christian makes up the body Mm -hmm. of christ so if it's an accent i can't remember where but if one falls down the one there is supposed to pick them up and that is what we should be doing